Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two pickup trucks making love. Listen up, Auto Thoughts and the Set the Clowns. You're listening to Prime Cuss, a Transformers television podcast where we're going through the history of the Transformers franchise on television, but not in chronological order. I'm one of your hosts, Audrey. I'm the other host, Nero. Well, Armada might be good. Yeah, these episodes are pretty good. We're we're getting we are very very close to the uh, the the sort of in the dub at least the the rebranding the subtitling of Unicron Battles, uh, which is when shit really starts to pop off. Uh, yeah, so you know, sometimes you just sort of. You know, you're you're at a crossroads in your life, right? And you make a choice. And then you double back on the choice. And you just sort of, like, rapidly oscillate between several different paths in life so fast that it, uh... That you create create a giant laser. Yeah, that you create the Death Star. Um, So we watched... What episodes are these? To be his once again... Thirty-seven and thirty-eight. Thank you. Tubi has just reduced all all like attempts to track whatever episode I'm watching. It's like, oh yeah, this is season three, episode like fourteen. What does that mean? Nothing. This show doesn't have seasons. Anyway, uh, this one, this first one here out of out of our paired set is in the dub called Crack. In the sub, it is pride, and there's like some really good lines at the end of it that justify that title for it, yeah. um, which I was very excited about. So immediately we start out here, and uh, continuing the worst relationship imaginable, thrust and sideways are plotting. Um, and I, here's what I love about thrust, right? So obviously, I don't like anything about thrust. So uh, now, I, and, and me on the other hand, he's like my favorite character out of the show because one, he is smarter than everyone else on the team on his on his faction, but he is also stupid and arrogant enough to be played like a goddamn fiddle by our beloved little cosmic manipulator here. It is. It is, like, very rewarding to watch Double Face, like, barely even try. Like... <laughs> like he's like, oh, yeah, Thrust, this will totally work. You can trust me. And Thrust, Thrust is constantly, like, I can't trust Double Face, but unless... Yeah, he's like, he barely has to do any work. He just massages Thrust's ego a little bit. It's like, hey, listen, I'm telling you all this because, like... You're the best guy for the job. I, you know, honestly, between you and me, that Megatron guy, whew, kind of a dipshit. But you, though, you're perfect. And Thrust is like, well, that seems very suspicious. However, I do like, to, I do like to be complimented. I am perfect is the thing about it. And really, no one recognizes that about me. It's so weird. But Devilface does. So I can't not fuck him. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> like... Yeah, so they're just talking more about, like, hey, listen, uh, put those three Minicon weapons together. That's where the magic happens, baby. Um, so they got to get that back. And Thrust is like, well, good good thing for you, Sideways. I've already got a brilliant plan to do so. 
Yeah. So we cut down to the auto base. Everyone is really busy building the uh, the the shuttle. They're continuing their, that project. Their stupid spaceship. Uh, with two exceptions. Uh, one exception is Jetfire, who is standing around yelling at everyone to continue working, as, as is his want. And uh, the second is Starscream, who uh, thinks this uh, spaceship building shit is gay as fuck and we should just go invade the moon base again instead. Yeah, every moment that we're putting screws into other pieces of metal is a moment that I could be killing Megatron. Have yeah. you thought about that? And it's so funny because, like, everyone is just arguing, like, Blur is, is like, fucking bitching at Starscream. Starscream is bitching at Jetfire. Jet, Hotshot is bitching at Jetfire. And then Red Alert just looks up and says, can we, hey, shut the fuck up and get back to work. I'm the only one doing anything around here. Stop. Stop yammering and pick up a goddamn screwdriver. So of course this ends with with Starscream storming off as usual. He he specifically says he I don't know if I'll ever get used to this fucking Autobot work ethic, man. I feel like he doesn't specifically say that, Nero. He does. I feel, he literally I feel says like, Autobot work ethic. Uh yeah, but you had the word fucking in there. Well no, he doesn't literally say that part. He should. <laughs> um in my redub of Armada. Yeah, in the in the Audrey and Nero redux. Yeah, so like it's it's interesting seeing the kind of lines of of people's opinions on Starscream because obviously Blur and Jetfire are kind of fed up with his shit at this point. Like Jetfire just had to go on a whole road trip with the dude, and you know, doesn't seem like that experience exactly brought them closer together. Though it should have. It hit all the Ao3 tropes. And yet it didn't. Uh, Hotshot, yeah. on the other hand, he is always trying to, like, he is frustrated with Starscream, not because he's, like, tired of it, but, like, he's like, I know you can do better, bro, come on. I want to yeah. be your bud. And Optimus, like, takes this opportunity to be like, I see you are frustrated. Have you considered thinking about your differences? Yeah. He's like, hey, man, listen, I get it, but you gotta, <laughs> it's Hotshot. Sometimes you gotta reach across the aisle. Yeah, we're we're uh, engaging in a new bi- bridge building program, and it'll go great. Um, so he he's he he has a thing where it's like, yeah, I, I I want to keep trying with Starscream because my eventual goal is like, once we end this war, we all have to figure out a way to coexist peacefully again, like. Got I, we got to understand the enemy at some point. Hotshot, we can't just shoot him. Um, which I don't know if Blur would agree with, but you know that's that's just Blur. Silverbolt, Silverbolt's fun. <laughs> he he has a very you know he's he's off doing his own thing, and he's he's all right. Uh, up on the moon base, yet again, <laughs> Thrust is like, all right, now I I know that uh the past. 75 of my plans did not exactly pan out perfectly, but I can get you this, the shield and the sword. I promise you this, but by, by tomorrow afternoon, I'll have that, I'll have that fucking sword and shield to you, Megatron. Don't you worry. And Megatron just goes like, yeah, sure, whatever. Megatron's like, doubt.jpg. Like, do, do what you want, I guess, but I'm not marking my calendar or anything. He also doesn't like particularly care. He's like, whatever. I have the Astro Blaster. I yeah, really he's don't like, give a fuck. Hey, I guess it'll be a bonus. Like, 
Go yeah. ahead, do whatever. I'm not really gonna like the cos the cosmotector and the star saber are, like barely on his radar at this point. He's like, I have big gun. Despite the fact that he saw what they did last episode, he's like, eh, whatever. That's cool, yeah. I guess. But he's... this gun is so big. Have you seen how big the gun is, Thrust? He's really like straight chilling. He is. Um, so. Starscream is walking around. This is where he complains about Autobot work ethic. Um, well, he's he's walking around with these Star Saber minicons here. And he gets uh, ambushed by a surprise party. The kids are and here. And led by Alexa. Yep. So they wanted to thank him for those cool-ass Mars rocks he got them. Uh, back, back Going back from that souvenir. So they all banded together and knitted him like a like a fucking it's a quilt but they call it like a like you know it's like it's like a chamois you polish stuff with it it's like a it's like a it's like a it's a quilt but in, of, uh, in my in my cult- culture we'd call that a schmata uh-huh it's uh it's obviously not a transformer sized quilt because that would require like a, a metric fuck ton of fabric i would assume but uh yeah, yeah you know the the mile long gay pride flag that they <laughs> marched through new york <laughs> drape star screaming that yeah so they they gave it to him and everyone pitched in to make it which is you know clear because it looks you know like a bunch like of 12, like a bunch of 12 year olds knitted a quilt um and Starscream is there. He's he is like extremely unsure of what to say in this situation. They're like, "Well, don't you like it?" He's like, "Yeah, no, I, I do. I'm just uh never uh really been given any gifts before, and I'm not really sure how the the sort of events are supposed to go." <laughs> and everyone finds that very sad. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Yeah, I've never been given a gift before," and Alex is like, "Ooh." Hi, oh boy. Um, I I like that when they give it to him. I think it it's I think it's Alexis who says you know it's a handmade polishing chamois. Use it to polish anything, even a runway. Uh, and runway just goes ba ba boop boop. Uh, and starts to use all your results just to go. Hmm. I think we should have seen him polishing the minicons with this fucking thing. That would have been really funny. <laughs> Baby gets the chamois. <laughs> um. So, he, uh, he eventually does, you know, they tell him, well, you know, what usually what you do is you say thank you. Um, and he is, he is genuinely touched by this little gift, which I think is quite nice. Yeah. But- this is, this is, uh, Starscream learns the human emotion called friendship. Yeah. And then Jetfire interrupts this lovely little bonding moment and says, hey, fuckhead, how are you go... Do some surveillance duty if you're not going to help with the ship. Um, and Starfire just goes, you can't fucking tell me what to do, man. And, you know, Jetfire, you know, throws his hands up and hands up and, and leaves. As as he, as usually his interactions with Starscream end. Um, but he, Starscream does go do it. Uh, he goes, well, I guess, yeah, he goes to do it. He stands around in the fucking yeah, no, surveillance he does, center. Yeah. He he goes out and while he's he's there, he notices a signal, and he knows that signal. I know that signal anywhere. That signal belongs to a squid-headed little freak because it's thrust. He's lurking around the outskirts of the base, and so Starscream immediately goes to you know kick his Intercept. shit in. 
yeah um and but, but thrust is like hey hey man i'm just here to talk i you know i totally get where you're coming from megatron he kind of sucks i totally get it he is not the leader we need to win this war but you me team up sword shield eh? sorry again what the hell was that um, again uh and so auto. yeah so thrust uh, yeah is like... so yeah yeah and uh, starship just like looks at him for a moment and then he was like i was so enraptured by this quilt that these children made me that for a brief moment i lived in a world where megatron didn't exist yeah, reminded of, oh yeah, I wanted to kill Megatron real bad. And Thrust is like, yeah, look, you team up with me? We'll take him down real quick. All all I need is for you to get me the sword and the shield. Like, should be fine, right? Yeah. And then he, yeah, he, he that's specific- what it is. I was, so, I was so caught up in the euphoria of having all that quilt that for a brief moment I lived in a world where Megatron didn't exist. Yeah, and where, and then he's like, Starship's like, well, okay, fucking genius. Uh, how do you expect me to walk onto the moon base to carry out this plan without immediately getting shot to shot to fuck? Um, and Thrust is like, Starscream, and also Starscream is like into sub at least. He's like, also you're like dating Megatron, basically. Yeah. Why he, would I like? Why would I fucking trust you? Yeah. He's he's like, why if <laughs> Thrust? I feel like we know each other very well at this point, and I have to ask you, why did you think this would work? Yeah. Um, this is when Billy and Fred are, like, walking through the forest, and they kind of stumble upon Starscream talking with Thrust. Um, and, you know, they, they see the end of the conversation where Thrust once again says, Look, you just gotta bring the Skyboom shield with you, and Megatron will welcome you back like a fucking conquering hero, alright? And Starscream, Starscream actually has a line in the sub where it's like, yeah, you're trying to lead me into a trap, and it's like, yes, girl, keep that energy. Yeah, so he doesn't he, keep that energy. No, unfortunately, you know, my boy is—he's making a lot of poor decisions, motivated by you know. Unfortunately, as you're already aware, Starscream. Yeah, so he chases his thr- thrust, leaves. Uh, he vacates the premises, um, and. But, but, you know, Thrust, Thrust got, got Starscream doubting shit again. He was just starting to settle in and, you know, he's got these, he's friends with these kids, the Hotshot's an alright guy, but Thrust shows up as like, hey, listen, I, I want to kill Megatron too. Um, so, like, we cut Jim, back. Jim and Billy are like, we gotta report this shit also. Yeah, we gotta go tell, we gotta go tell everyone about this. Um. Back in the auto base, uh, once again the kids are talking about like, oh yeah, they're that ship. Uh, that ship's getting pretty close to done. They're like, they're gonna be leaving soon. Yeah, they each have like sort of different responses to this. Alexis is very practical and being like, we need to make contingency plans and like think ahead to what we're gonna do when they're gone. Rad is much more like, you know, we're gonna take it day by day it's this is gonna happen but like let's not let's dwell not dwell on them leaving let's instead celebrate the time we have right now and carlos is like if we just don't think about it it won't happen (laughs) i'm manifesting 
Yeah. I read read this little book called The Secret. (laughs) So, yeah, like, it is imminent at this point, uh, but Billy and Fred run into the, uh, run into the, like, command room, and they're... Well, they're also, they're also like, all right, before, before Billy and Fred do, they're like, all right, well, what can we do in the meantime to right. like sort of, to sort of, you know, uh, extend our time with, with the Autobots and, Kids. uh, the, the Cosmotector Microns, who I think we actually get named here for the first time. And in the Japanese, they are Indie, Spin, and Drift. Yep. Uh, I assume, yeah. So I, I assume those are like uh, in in the in English. The I believe what would be indie is probably Mirage, the uh, the racing like the the Indianapolis racing yep. car. Yeah. Uh, the sort of rally car is Dirt Boss, who is probably I don't know I don't know that one could be either. And the uh, the more like classic Le Mans racer, uh, who notably was the guy that Blur almost killed. Uh, that's probably drift. Episode. Yeah, drift, and That's that is—I don't actually know which one that is. Uh, but they are the race team, and they're here. Yes. Um, yeah. So they're <laughs> like, yeah. So they're they're like the kids see them, and they're like, all right, well, let's let's like go on a walk with the Cosmotector guys because they obviously they want to get out right now, and like that'll be a nice way for us to spend time. So they go out on a walk with the Cosmotector team. Downshift is spin. Um, so there you go. Okay. Sure. And once again, kids, you can't take the weapon minicons without telling anybody, even if it's for just a little walk. Because what happens next is Billy and Fred head into the uh, the the command center, and they're like, "Holy shit, you guys! You will not believe what we just saw." Um, and they're not like, "I saw Cody Proctor with the devil." Exactly, uh, but they are not quite accusatory. They're just like, yeah, no, we we saw Starscream and Thrust talking, but Starscream told Thrust to fuck off and 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 you know got him out of here. Yeah, and and, ever, and let's see who's in the command room now. It's like it's Blur, Hotshot, it, and Jetfire. I think. Yeah, Sideswipe is probably also there, and everyone's just like, well, that seems kind of sus, but I guess it's fine if he told him to go away yeah he did he did amazing sweetie yeah um and this is where fred is like oh man i love starsky so much he's my hero which uh that's 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 an energy that won't go into the the next the end of this episode and the next one unfortunately um the uh does starscream come in first or does smokescreen come in first I can't remember. I think it's Starscream. Yeah, Starscream walks in and is like, hey, is someone, someone say my name? And, you know, the the studio audience applauds. Um, <laughs> and Jetfire is like, yeah, you want to tell us about this whole uh, thrust situation going on here, buddy? And Starscream's like, not really. He, he, <laughs> showed, like, he showed like up. I... He talked some shit and I told him to leave. Also, I don't owe you anything. I was like, I don't gotta tell you the details of that conversation. And then Smokestream walks in and says, hey, Skyboom minicons are gone. Pointing- Skyboom <laughs> Cosmotector's haunted. What? Cosmotector's haunted. <laughs> and he points his big old crane arm at Starscream and is like, j'accuse! Um, so immediately, obviously, Blur is like, yep, to- he-, he did it, definitely. Um, you know, the-, the fucking miasma of... of- 
of like suspicion descends upon Starscream and turns him into Andre the Giant. Gif. Um, Except it doesn't because he doesn't care. Yeah, he he like, actually he is just like yeah. Well, so his one defender in this team is Hot Rod, who's yes. like, hey, just like. He's like, what, what Starscream? It's not true, right? Like, just, just you know, explain yourself. You have this. There's, there's a couple of really good lines of dialogue here. He's like, you know, all the others are putting this like black mark on you. It, it doesn't have to be that way. And Starscream's like, uh, Starscream responds by saying, uh, something with black in it can never become white, no matter what colors you add to it. Yeah, uh, just like I listen, I'm a Decepticon, and I don't think anyone anything is going to be able to change that hot shot. And a hot rod's like, well, just like, just say anything. Just say you didn't do it. Like we'll we'll believe you if you just say it. And like like you know, I trust you if you just say it. Just defend yourself. That's all you need. And Starstream looks at him and goes, "Would you? Would it be worth it? Would you believe me if I did?" And walks off. And yeah. hot rod's like, uh. Uh, eh. <laughs> so then Optimus walks in and says, uh, hey, what's going on, everyone? And immediately Decepticon attack. Uh, he, he, he literally yeah. walks in and says, hey, seems like the vibes in here are pretty off. And then the alarms start going off. So he actually, yeah, he, his, his line is interesting. I was, I was really interested about how they translated this because he goes, Starscream, um, uh, ore wa kimi, uh, kimi o, which basically is the beginning of a sentence that says, I'm doing something to you. Right. Um, but it doesn't, there's no verb, in, because of the way that, like, Japanese is structured, there's no verb included in that. So it wasn't, it's unclear about what he was doing to Starscream. Yeah. It gets translated as Starscream, I told you. Right. Um, but, like, that is the part the point at which he gets cut off, which I found really interesting. Yeah, you don't know if he's he believes Starscream or not. Regardless, yeah. it's uh, Decepticon Attack, and let's play our favorite game. Uh, who is the Decepticon who eats shit first in this battle scene? Why did you any of you guess anybody other than Cyclonus? He dies immediately. It is... Remarkable how literally every action scene with Cyclonus involved usually starts with him getting shot out of the sky. Yeah, so I really, <laughs> um, I, I really like the lines here. So it's it's um, Jetfire who's going up against him, and um, I can't remember. Someone's like, it might be Optimus even who's like, show a little respect. No, it's someone on the Decepticon side because Skyfire, uh, Jetfire wouldn't respond this way. But uh, someone's like, you know, pull your punches a bit or, or something. And Jetfire's just like, I'm going to do what I like, what I like, what I like. And um, he, he shoots Sandstorm and Sandstorm, <laughs> Sandstorm responds by going, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. <laughs> oh, that's really good. I'm pretty sure Sandstorm is the one who's asked Jetfire to pull his punches. He's like, <laughs> yeah, that's probably, yeah, I think that's what it is. Where Sandstorm's just like, hey, don't hit so hard. <laughs> and Jetfire's like, I'll do what I like, what I like, what it's... I like. And he responds with, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. Yeah, so he immediately eats shit, as is his want. Um, uh, but, you know, of course, after doing that, Tidal Wave immediately zeroes in on Jetfire and, uh, as as one of as someone says, hey, look, Jetfire is taking a pounding. 
But Starscream mm-hmm. isn't in this scene, so I don't know. Anyway, speaking of Starscream, while everyone else is fighting below the cloud cover, uh, Starscream has flown all the way up to the the, the 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 high, you know, the very high in the sky, and Thrust is there, and he's like, "Hey, so we've been thinking about our little conversation." And Starscream responds, says, "Yes, I have." And here's my conclusion: I hate Megatron. And Thrust is like. Like lights up, and he's like, "But I loathe you." <laughs> You're a. F- I believe he calls like in, in the dub he calls thrust something like a repulsive snake. Just like yeah, no, yeah, I want to. I want to kill Megatron, but looking at you turns my fucking stomach. Yeah, I, I find you. I find you repulsive. Is what is the is the line? Yeah, <laughs> and thrust says, "That's fair. That's what everyone says when they look at me." <laughs> I understand completely. Uh, but he's, he's, he, he is like, he's putting on the fucking, mo- the, the fucking worm tongue. He's like, do you really think that you're just gonna like become an Autobot? Are you fucking for real, bro? Like, how long are you gonna keep pretending that this is gonna work? How long are you gonna keep pretending that all of any of this is ever gonna like affect any real change? Uh, and during this entire scene, by the way, Starscream is holding the fucking, quilt that the kids gave him yeah he's like it's like almost a guard around the hilt of the star saber i would have been so cool if he tied it to the star saber like a flag yeah he's, he's just sort of holding it along he's with just sort of saber. like holding it but he's holding it like around the the hilt um we cut down there's a couple great lines from title uh from shockwave actually that i want to point out he's going against hot rod i think yeah and Yes, Hot Rod blasts him right in the face with Bolt. Um, This is after uh, Optimus and Jetfire combine to shoot him out of the sky as well. But unlike Cyclonus, uh, he stands back up. Right, so so he gets shot out of the sky by Jet Convoy, and then Hot Rod follows up by hitting him right in the face with um, his cannon from Bolt. And... um, <laughs> and he, you know, and he goes, "Hey, you like that?" And Shockwave goes, "No, like." <laughs> um, there's also so like he starts attacking Hot Rod as well, and Hot Rod's like, "Whoop, gotta go, bye." Yeah. Um, and we get what might be the first full sentence from him in the Japanese, which is, um. Karewa Dokoka, which is where did he go? <laughs> so he's like, Karewa Dokoka. He's learning. Uh, so yeah, Hotshot uh, flees into the woods as Tidal Wave, you know, starts shooting at him. And as you say, he, he goes, Which way did he go, boss? Which way did he go? <laughs> um, meanwhile, up in the sky, as. Uh, Hot Chuck can kind of see now. Starscream is still talking to Thrust, and Thrust Thrust is really putting it on heavy here in the dub. He's like, listen, Starscream, you are like the best and brightest among the Decepticons. I cannot defeat Megatron without your help. I need you, Starscream. And he's like, and if you don't trust me, then just strike me down. Palpatine. He's going full Palpatine. Do it. Do it. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Starscream swings the saber, but he can't bring himself to do it. 
It's like, he even says, like, why can't I strike you? Why can't I cut you? Yeah, this is, this is the Starscream cringe compilation. Because, and Thrust is like, because you know I'm right. Um, <laughs> do, this, do I? <laughs> this is when the kids reappear with, uh, the minicons, and Thrust like, hey, <laughs> hey, what the fuck? Those oh, are the- <laughs> shit. He's like, god damn it, kids. You should have told something. Everyone's blaming Starscream for that shit now, dude. Oh, I mean, at least we know he's innocent now. All right, let's get these guys out to the front. So I hope it's not too late. Dun, yeah, dun. He, you know, just like, boy, I hope it's not too late. And, you know, the, uh, Ron Howard comes in and says, it was too late. Um, So, you know... Obviously, Smokescreen's old body, he launched the Skyboom shield with his, with his like, crane cannon, right? So you may be wondering, well, how is he going to fulfill that purpose in his new body? Uh, he eats it. He just, yeah. he just shot, he just shot puts it. Yeah, and he's pretty fucking good. Put him on, hey, listen, put him on that, uh, Olympic, Olympics are going on right now. He could be on the curling team as we speak. That fucking steam shovel arm has a lot of fucking torque, I bet. Uh... So he chucks he chucks the uh, the Skyboom shield at towards Jet Optimus, and this is after and while this is happening, Starscream like jets away from Thrust, um, who like uh, who mutters to himself, "Ooh, I cannot believe that worked." Well, okay, the last thing he says, and this is where the title of uh, the episode in the Japanese comes in, where as uh, Starscream tries again to cut him down. Right. Uh, he he does it multiple times, and what Thrust says to him here is, "You know I'm right, and you know that the only thing that matters is defeating Megatron. This is your pride as a warrior. If you have any pride left, you'll join me." And so yeah, Starscream, you know, jets downward and uh, snatches that snatches the shield out from like right out, right before it gets to optimus and everyone is fucking shocked like you get you get the the classic like reaction shots of everyone that goes like the colors turn negative to to sort of uh imply like holy shit did that just happen yeah and uh what is it that he says that it's um yeah, Hot Rod is the one to be like, no, Starscream, why would you portray us now after we <laughs> accused you of portraying us? <laughs> and he, he flies up to where Thrust is. He's still holding onto the quilt and he just looks back down and says, uh, so, bye, kids. Sorry. I couldn't be a better, I couldn't be a good Autobot. And then he just, you know, warps away and leaves the the quilt twisting in the wind do you ever feel like a plastic bag <laughs> so we immediately pick up next episode which in the dub is threaten it is hydra cannon threat yep i guess i didn't want to spoil so i so i yeah hydra cannon is the same in the sub and dub yes uh yeah so we we open with a little recap stupid like reasons a, a quick dialogue recap of you know starstream's betrayal there and we immediately, after our little eye catch at the beginning, uh, all the boys are just throwing their ro- their Mars yeah. rocks down in disgust and <laughs> spitting like, on them. These Mars rocks are forever tainted. Yeah. And Rad's like, hey, come on, guys, let's smash that shit. That's like, 
cool valuable stuff and fred who has like the biggest chunk just throws it on the ground and is like it doesn't matter because starscream betrayed us and alexis throughout this entire episode is like just real sad yeah she's she's bummed about the hot jet plane yeah and she's like she's just sort of hovering off to the side as as rad is like come on guys i know it sucks but like we gotta just gotta just keep moving forward and then lexus just like in the background and just, you just hear her inner monologue going why did you do that to us star scream alexa is unlocking the rare fourth uh type of girl that you find in middle school so you got your um dolphin girls your horse girls your wolf girls and now introducing the jet girl yeah the plane girl <laughs> yeah so we cut up to the moon base and I couldn't tell at first glance if this thing that the Skyboom Shield and the Star Saber are resting on is like a slab of white rock or if it is a long table with a tablecloth over it. It's, um, it's I know cool, it's the cool Elena tablet. <laughs> I know it's the first one. I choose to believe it's the second one. And Megaturn is like, ooh, goody. I've got them. Um, yeah, no, listen, he has a like proper display case for them. Yeah, he is like, all right, sick, got both the weapons, and Thrust is like, see, I told you I had a plan, and I brought Starscream back into the fold. Mission that uh, is sick. Yeah, and, and Megatron's like, yeah, you did. Hey, Starscream, can you uh, bring me those weapons? Just, I want you to hand them to me. Oh, really? Okay, that's actually slightly different. Because... Yeah, because, okay, so it's like, it's Thrust goes to, like, pick it up, and and, and, and Megatron says, no, 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 I want Starscream to do it. It's the opposite. So Thrust goes to do it, and Starscream's like, no, I will personally deliver it to him. I, I can't remember if it's Megatron says it, or if Starscream who volunteers, but regardless, Starscream is the one who, who hands him the shield and the sword. Well, oh, it's because it's, it's, it's because Thrust says it's because Thrust says let me just inspect them. I remember now. It's Thrust goes all right. Let me just inspect them to make sure these aren't counterfeits. He's not trying to pull a fast one on us. And, and Starscream like says, "Fuck you, they're real. I will hand them to Megatron myself to prove it." Oh, okay. So what? What it's in the sub? Starscream's like, "No, I'll hand them to myself." And Thrust is like leans into him and goes, you only have a very brief window to oh. do this. Just do it now. And Starscream's like... Really uh, palpatining it. Yeah, and Starscream's like, I'm aware of that. So, like, Starscream was fully intending when he said that, at least. It's real. like, I, I think it's actually really poignant, because I have a line here about, uh, a note here about cycles of abuse, right. um, which is probably, like, way deeper than... <laughs> uh the armada writers were going for but it actually is like a pretty poignant metaphor for it um because when starscream says i'm going to bring them myself it is very clear that he intends to use this opportunity at least when he says it to strike megatron down and thrust is you know reminding him that it's like you only have like one shot at this basically to do it and starscream says back to him i'm aware thank you leave um Uh, but he doesn't do it but he isn't, it's not that he, it's not just that he doesn't do it, in the sub it's very clear that he isn't able to do it. And he falls immediately back into his old, um, sort of like subservient, um, mode when it comes to Megatron. And it's like, uh, to me it was actually like a really poignant, you right. know, 
um, thing being like he has been he has been traumatized to the extent that even when killing Megatron is his only reason for living at this point, um, he is unable to actually raise his hand against his abuser, which is like really really like striking to me. And Megatron says, "Ooh, cool! All right, thanks!" And he grabs him, and you know, Starsky's about to walk up. He says, "Hang on a minute!" And immediately, he just points the star saber right at his face, and just stays silent for a minute, and just says, "Ah, just fucking with you. Just it yeah. was just it was just a joke, bro. It's fine. Uh, uh go take you know, we're gonna take take the rest of the day off. You earned it, buddy." And and Starsky just goes. Uh, th- thank you, sir. In a very like cowed voice. Yes, yeah, it's, it's 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 a bad scene all around. It sucks. So you know everyone's in their feelings, including Hotshot, who is taking his anger out on the training dummy. Uh, and Sideswipe's like, "Hey, you uh, you good, bro? You all right no. there? Very Hot- clearly not." I'm yeah, trapped in a cycle goes, of abuse. And Hotshot just goes, no. I oh, yeah. want to go invade that moon base right now. Um, Alexis, is, you know, everyone is dealing with this their own way. Alexis has decided the way she's going to deal with it is just sort of sadly sit up on a mesa and, and contemplate things. And just sort RC's, of sadly sigh. RC is also there. Yeah, she's, she's there for moral support, but it doesn't seem to be working. Um... Back up on the moon base with you know yeah they have they have Starscream back and they have all of the rest of the the weapons but all of their other minicons still did get get got so it it seems as though uh, the Decepticons are on are finishing up the the spaceship themselves which is very funny yeah and Thrust is like Thrust is doing the the Jetfire equivalent he's yelling at all of them and Ironhide's like on oh God I'm gonna kill this guy yeah. And Thrust just says, "All right, I'm going to go leave out this door. I sure hope nobody puts me in a show cold." <laughs> and he goes, he leaves out the door, and Starscream puts him in a chokehold. And, and Demolisher sees this and goes, ah, "I should probably tell Megatron about this. <laughs> that but seems he's, bad." Yeah, he he says that, but he's like. I should probably do this, but I don't want to. Yeah, he's like, hey, I'm going. Hey. I'm going to do it, but very reluctantly. Yeah, he's like, I should probably do it, and I'm going to go tell him, but I'm not going to like hurry. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna power walk there. I'm just gonna like, yeah, take some time. I'll stop and talk to Cyclonus a little bit. You know, I'm I'm not in a rush to report this. And meanwhile, Starscream like just just is, is still like throttling. Just like, tell me what you know about that fucking ship right now. And Thrust is like, hey, listen, buddy, I, all you need to do is ask. I will tell you. It's not a secret. Also, I'm on your side. You're the yeah. one who didn't attack him when you had the opportunity, yeah, like, dipshit. Look, look you, you and me, we're buddies. We're on the same team. Let me tell you what I've been working on, all right? So, I learned from somewhere, don't ask where, uh, about, about the- about Don't the, worry about it. About the Skyboom Shield, the, the Requiem Blaster, and the Star Saber all combining into a super weapon when they're in the same place. So, what if we built a ship that could harness that power and shoot it at stuff? Um, yeah, I, what I love, so I love this here, uh, during this conversation when, when Starscream is, you know, shoving around, Thrust does, does literally say, I've always been your ally, Starscream, I just had to hide it from the others, which, 
I will remind you, in his first appearance, he what he did like Starscream was the only soldier he had anything positive to say about. That uh, is true. So hey, maybe, maybe there's a little truth to it. But under no circumstances do you need to give it to Thrust. But no, never. Um, but yeah, so they're building the fucking Death Star, uh, which is you know maybe a little bit concerning, but I'm sure it'll be fine, and nothing will come of it. And. Uh... Meanwhile, Ironhide does reluctantly get over to Megatron and be like, hey, Megatron, um, I saw this happening, and Megatron's like, oh, all right, whatever. (laughs) Ironhide's like, what do you mean, whatever? (laughs) Like, he's probably going to kill Thrust, and Megatron's like, all right, so he kills Thrust, whatever. (laughs) He's he's, uh, Ironhide, Demolisher, I'm very busy. Looking at my my three funny weapons. I don't have time to think about the plane boys. He's just like slowly stroking each different minigun weapon. I hate say, it. Right, well, I'm just going to leave. <laughs> so we see the kids spending a night at home. I, well, just really quickly. There's one other moment. It cuts back. So like this interrupts uh, Starscream and the rest conversation. Um, and if we go back to see them finish that conversation once, and Thrust does the Ohime laugh, the <laughs> like that's how he laughs in the Japanese, and I just want to say I hate it very much. Oh, he's he's perfect. What a what a little shit heel. Ah, beautiful. Uh, so yeah, we we cut to the kids. Uh, Rad is just like very boredly channel surfing at home. Uh, he eventually. We we see the uh, the the journalist lady from all the way back in vacation is still working, still looking for that next big scoop. And that big scoop she's working on right now is tomorrow. It's going to be a big comet visible in the night sky. So everyone's on the lookout for that. Carlos, he's sleeping. Yeah, he's he's got to catch up on his season. And Alexis, well, she's uh you know sitting at her desk alone. Just being real sad. Yeah. It's it's her turn to be the depressed teen. Yeah. Brad's done it enough. So, we auto, auto base the next day, presumably. Uh, Hotshot is like, hey, why don't we just go up there and fucking invade them again? We did it before. And Optimus says, okay. One, uh, they have closed their warp gate nexus off to us. Which is you know, obvious. They don't need it now that they're building the spaceship. So that makes sense. He's like that. Is and and Hotshot's like, well, how about we just use the fucking warp gate then? Our warp gate. Let's just shoot ourselves at the moon. And I think it's Red Alert who goes, yeah, uh, that is like dri- that is like like driving into a being shot out of a cannon into a tunnel with no clear exit. Yes, that's not that's the good. exact line in the Japanese as well. Yeah, he's like, yeah, no. That's gonna. That's not gonna go well. We're gonna. I'm sorry, Hotshot. You want us to fire ourselves at the moon with the warp gate? No. Uh, and then Hotshot's like, "Well, fine. Me and Sideswipe are just gonna go build the spaceship right now, immediately, and it'll be finished." Come on, Sideswipe. Come on, Sideswipe. And Sideswipe's like, "Okay, bro. I guess." Uh, so Hotshot's not, you know, dealing with it well. Um, and Jetfire, but Jetfire is like. You know, he's talking to Optimus. He's like, "I'm, you know, Optimus. I, I can't. I am kind of in agreement with him. I really do think we should, you know, strike back at them." But Optimus, you know, says, "Listen, I get it, but we can't let emotions cloud our judgment during this time. It's very critical. Like, 
You you can't let yourself be too focused on trying to get vengeance on Starscream, Megatron, or whoever else. Um, you know, just just sort of kind of trying to cool Jetfire's hot head a little bit. Um, and yeah, he's he, he says again like he he says like I I hope that you know once all this is over we can give Starscream another try, like we we can try to bring him back in again because with I, a new he, email address for a new free trial. <laughs> Um, yeah, and so this is when Thrust is giving his shark t- uh, his shark tank uh, pitch to Megatron here, and he's like, "All right, listen, you have three weapons, and yeah, they're all really good on their own. They're all super duper powerful. But what if I told you there was a way to make them even more powerful?" And Megatron no. says, "Oh," and he says, "All right." So we built a fucking spaceship with a giant gun on the front of it that is powered by these three weapons just sort of being rubbed together very fast like we're trying to start a fire. Um, Okay, the fact that it's not like an actual combination of the weapons, but they're just all shoved in there together is hilarious. It's very funny. Yeah, the side of it is like, uh, it's not like a real, you don't really like put them together. It's like a metaphorical combination. Oh, you put them together, you just don't combine them. <laughs> yeah, just sort of glue, just sort of tie them together with a rubber band and you'll, you'll yeah. be able to do it. Um, so this is where this is where Thrust explains the name behind the Hydra Cannon. He's like, well, I don't know how he knows this, but he's like, so there's this dragon with nine heads that is the called the Hydra. And, you know, I figure nine heads, nine minicons, one big gun. And it'll never die. <laughs> And it will never die. Uh, and Megatron says, "Sounds great. I want to. I want to test it right now." Thrust, find me a thing to shoot. Well, as it turns out, folks, there's a comet, as we mentioned. Yep. Um, it's it's comet time. So we, we're back at the base, and Hotshot and, and Sideswipe are hard at work trying to build that spaceship. And you know, three hours. It probably won't happen, but you gotta admire their 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 fucking moxie. Uh, and Rad is everyone's talking about Starscream, and you know they're grassing it. And Rad says, like, you know, it's it's time to forget about Starscream and, and look to the future, which is Alexis uh, doesn't react well to that. Which Rad notices immediately. He goes, "Ah, shit, I I." I mean, uh, the future, which is still to be determined yeah like she runs off and rad's like oh no hang on i i, I misspoke oh boy he's he's just talking as colin going ah jeez <laughs> oh, um, oh man uh so yeah billy fred and carlos go ahead to do the to get set up to you know do some comet gazing while you know Alexis stays behind to apologize, or Rad stays behind to apologize to Alexis. Yeah, they have a cute moment. Yeah. So, um, now here's the thing about the Hydra Cannon that I don't quite understand. Mm-hmm. So there's some difficulties during the launch of the ship. Uh, so, yeah, so we've made this joke several times already in this episode, but this is the real that's no moon, that's a space station moment. Oh yeah, the 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 ship comes out of the the lunar surface, breaks right through it, um, and now the moon is is far less massive than Earth and far smaller than Earth. 
So, when Thrust says he miscalculated the amount of speed needed to uh, achieve escape velocity on the moon, which is a thing that humanity did in the 60s, I feel like you fucked up your math really bad there, buddy. That's not hard. What part of he's stupid are you not getting here, Nero? He's just, he's the, he's, he's the smartest stupid man on Earth. On the moon, you mean? On on the moon. So he, yeah, eventually he just like, he just tells Smolisher, do the engines more. Just turn them up. Um, they, they eventually get out into space. Um, and he thrusts like, hey, Megatron, check out that comet. And Megatron says, ah, excellent. Hey, Starscream, I want you to shoot the comet. And Starscream's like, um, I'm not, like, sure about this. And Megatron's like, do it. And Starscream's like, yeah, okay, whatever. It's a comet. <laughs> He's like, I want you to shoot the comet. And Starscream's like, well, why, why don't you do it? And Megatron says, Starscream, I order you to shoot the comet. <laughs> Starscream's, like, not thrilled about this, but he's, like, whatever. He's also not, like, this is not the hill he's dying on. Yeah, it's it's just a fucking comet, whatever. He's like, "Uh, fuck it, yeah, sure, I'll shoot your fucking comet, whatever. And and we see that, you know, I'm guessing that the Hydra Cannon doesn't feel especially good for the Minicons, judging by, like, the amount of electricity they're surrounded by when this thing fucking fires. Um... So yeah, we we cut down to Earth. Everyone is everyone is out there with their telescopes looking up at the comet. Uh, the boys are all real excited about looking at the comet. But Alexis, like, she's like, hey, you know, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna go home. Uh, so then we see. All right. So the the hi- I I don't know if the ship has a separate name or if it's just also called the Hydrocan. It's not named in the uh the episode but this thing opening up looks interesting yeah it's it's a design it's wild like the hydra the 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 entire ship is basically built around one gigantic railgun as, well, uh, I mean, it is one gigantic railgun. Yeah. Yeah, and when this this the entire thing opens up focuses all the energies of the minicon weapons and fires it uh and there's a very good moment where her thrust is like hey turn engines on full reverse if we do not do that we are going to get shot into space by the recoil so before they shoot it i there is just one other small scene that i want to point out because it was just like weird and funny to me um so everyone's like lining up to like watch the comet right and we go over to like um an observation station and there are, like, two scientists at the observation station. And, like, the entire scene here consists of one of them going, I need to piss. And the other one going, go piss, girl. <laughs> it's just, like, yeah, such like- a weird scene. Like, I understand why they have the observation station here. And, like, why like why that's part of the episode. But, like, th- having this be the introduction to it, it was just, like, very strange. It's hilarious. Yeah, so this guy, the guy was like, hey, I go... I'll cover you. Just, just go and take your bathroom break. Uh, then once every, all eyes are trained on the comet. Um, this is technically when Alexis, you know, goes. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go home. Uh, you got, you guys enjoy the comet, I guess. And Rad is like, Hey, hang on, let, don't leave. But before that nice moment can progress any further, the comet explodes. 
A million voices cried out and were immediately silenced to continue our ongoing Star Wars theme of this episode. Yep. And everyone is like, holy, everyone involved is like, holy shit. The kids are like, holy shit. The reporter is like, holy shit. The Autobots are like, holy shit. The guys a- at, the obser- at the observation station are like, holy shit. I'm not saying it was aliens, but. The, and the Decepticons are like, holy shit. Megatron is like, that was fucking amazing, Thrust. You, you, you proved your worth quite well. Um, the cat is yelling for no reason. Yeah, no, I feel that. How about you be quiet, Phil? <laughs> I'm lucky. I'm lucky that Fig is uh, fairly si- silent. Um, but yeah, so like immediately following this, Megatron is like, "All right, that fucking ruled. It's time to like finish the job, and like and and just kill kill the Autobots and like be done with it." Um, Starscream uh, attack the Autobot base directly now. And Thrust is like, well, we can't do that. And Megatron's like, well, why not? And Thrust is like, well, we can do that. We just can't do it right now. They're on the other side of the planet. We have to go go to the other side. Or we can just, you know, shoot it from here. And Starscream's like, you can't do that. That'll that'll kill everyone on Earth. It'll destroy the entire planet. And, and both Megatron- Thrust and Megatron's go like, so yeah ariana voice and what about it um and starship's like uh no and thrust is like anyway um we can we we could just like destroy the planet from here right now and and megatron's like no 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 don't do that i don't know how he does it but optimus is a tenacious motherfucker and if we don't land a direct if there's even the smallest chance that he could survive an attack um i don't want to leave it leave that chance uh, up, so I want to make sure that we directly attack the Autobot base. It de- it'll destroy the base. It'll destroy the planet. War's over. We win. Fantastic. And, and he's rest- like, we don't even need to get the rest of the fucking minicons. This thing we're flying in right now is the most powerful weapon anyone's ever seen. Like yeah. we can just war. War's over. We win. Yeah, and thus is like excellent, my lord. Uh, and then he looks at Earth and goes, "Your life ends in thirty minutes." <laughs> And yeah. and uh, starts powering the uh, hydro cannon over to the other side of the planet, where he can get a direct shot at the Autobot base. This is when we see the Autobots lock onto the hydro cannon ship, uh, and you know say, "Well, fuck, our ship isn't done yet, and uh, that looks bad." And then this is what, yeah, Megatron's like, all right, Starscream, uh, get ready to shoot the big gun again. It'll be fun. It'll be fun when it Starscream. It'll be really fun to blow up the Autobots. And, right? like, the last thing we see in this episode is Starscream going, the fuck? I fucked up. I fucked up. Yeah, I fucked like, up. Oh. I fucked up. I fucked up. I fucked up. I'm so sorry. I'm trash. He's like, oh, God, what have I done? What do I do? He's like, all right, if I blow up... Alright, I can blow up the Autobots, but I'll kill the kids and all the other people on Earth. If I don't blow them up, Megatron is definitely going to kill me immediately. And then someone else will do it. I'll just get Demolisher to do it or something. What the fuck do I do? And that is where we end. And that is where I get to tell you we're off next week. I'm going on vacation. Fuck you. You don't get to learn what happens for another week. Um hilarious uh, yeah. all right well we have questions about this week's at uh, these week's episodes we do yes 
We do. Let's see. None on Twitter, I don't think. I no. am correct. So let's hit up the Discord question, starting with Robinus Prime, who asks, What Transformers TV series would be the most interesting with a shattered glass alternate universe? How would the current cast be morality slash personality swap? Okay, I think that animated would actually be the most interesting because... I'm really enamored with the idea of small-time villains being Actually, yeah, the main there, villains of the show. You know, there is actually a uh, there is a Transformers animated Shattered Glass that was at one of the botcons the past few years. So that actually does exist. I, mean, um, I think there's like a Shattered Glass version of most continuities at this yeah, point. But I, I animated think actually, actually not, has, yeah. but like most of those are just like art pieces, but animated actually does have uh, mm. some fiction attached to it. I believe the one but, I want to see, I want to see Beast Wars Shattered Glass. <laughs> because let me tell you, let me tell you something about Be- that could work because I could very easily see, like an evil Optimus Primal being a like fucking Inquisitor level religious zealot, because that's almost kind of where he gets to in Beast Machines in his like lowest moments. Like, and then you would have the the heroic Predacons like trying to to free this this forbidden ancient knowledge from the iron grip of the Maximals. That could be cool. Yeah, I like I that. Just- yeah, I just like I really like the idea. I, I think the the dynamic and animated would lean very yes. interesting in an extended shattered glass version, just because like the idea of like a well established good guy army going against like these jackasses. Yeah, just a couple, <laughs> like, just a bunch of fucking just a bunch moops. of fucking jackasses. Yeah, I do. I like that a lot. Is is like pretty funny to me. Just, just heisting their way across the universe. Yeah, like the the scavengers were actually bad. God, if the scavengers were actually like actually ever did any real crimes. Yeah, exactly. If the scavengers, if the scavengers were actually halfway decent Decepticons. Yeah, I love the scavengers. Oh, a bunch of good boys. Oh man! So Casaracnia asks, "Do you what? Do you think there's anything there about the mini cons being named that instead of the mini bots?" I actually, I mean, I did make a note of it. I, I thought I, I do think it is interesting because literally any other time you see con, um, it is a Decepticon. Yeah, or like Decepticon related, like the Predacons yeah. or the Vehicons. Right. I mean, I mean, those are all like varieties of Decepticons. Yeah. So yeah, the mini con is is very interesting. Um, I mean, in the Japanese, also, oh, sorry. You know, there's a, the other thing about it is um, the Armada uh, toy line also had con designations for their various size classes. It was like Supercon, Megacon, Gigacon, stuff like that. So I don't know if that was like a wider attempt to like codify that as a thing or what, because like Minicon is both the faction and also like. The size class of those toys, right? Exactly. I mean, I will say in the it, it is it is different in Japanese. It's microns, right? So it's it's not it's not mini cons. It's microns, but it's also not Decepticons and Autobots. It's yeah. uh, Destrons and Cybertrons. Yeah. So they still actually uh, Micron, Destron, Cybertron. They all have the yeah, wrong they, right. Ending. Exactly. So it actually it actually, it actually is, is a uh, line, less yeah. less. Uh, partisan shall we say 
And of course, if you if you listened to my super secret mini con uh, lore that I dropped in like episode uh, I don't know six or whatever that I put a spoiler warning in front of, you know some things about the mini cons. Um, Castrachny continues with: If the Transformers were in a musical, what do you think would fit it? Would fit best? Hard mode, no West Side Story, or Grease? Okay. That is hard mode. Uh, Thinking about musicals. Okay. Um, uh, Thrust as Dear Evan Hansen. Oh, shut up. Fuck off. <laughs> thrust, thrust as the world's oldest 15-year-old. Um, Listen, they, th- they sing about trucks in that fucking no, musical. No. Okay, so I think Le- we've, I've already referenced Les Mis before. Oh, shit. Um, and I think Les Mis would be a not bad choice. But I will admit that my mind immediately went to Assassin's. Oh fuck, that's a good one. Ooh, I'd listen. I'm a, I'm a theater kid who grew up in New York, so I'm very clued into the musical theater scene. Um, and uh, Assassins is something of a deep cut, I think. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Assassins. We'll just, we'll just do cats, and we just need a variety of thrust, types of guy. Thrust as Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> God. Who did we say? I always forget who I said to JFK a few episodes ago. I don't remember anymore. It was Thrust. Of course it was. <laughs> no, I have no idea who you, who you said it was, but I'm going to say it was It was probably Thrust. It was probably <laughs> Thrust. Um, yeah, you know more about musical theater than I do. I don't know. What about <laughs> Phantom of the Opera? <laughs> Gee, you're really on the Andrew Lloyd Webber uh <laughs> side of this this is this is really a battle of andrew lloyd weber versus stephen sondheim uh knowledge <laughs> Listen, over here i know who would win that battle i have no illusions uh sondheim will definitely be taking that belt uh, uh all right so Cass also asks if the transformers saw a cosmic entity coming to earth and shot it with a really big gun and split off into five different parts and possessed transformers which ones would be the most dangerous hard mode there <laughs> <laughs> have to spell their, penis their names have to spell out the acronym penis what the fuck is this a reference to i have no idea but i'm gonna do it um perceptor for p yeah e i mean all right so we got we got we gotta be the most dangerous ones i mean i do be receptor that's a dangerous yeah, motherfucker yeah, exactly e but then like that one fucking electric company picture right now e um oh my god there are so few guys who start with e i know i'm i'm really <laughs> the only one that i'm coming up with is erector because it's the funny one that that was the the joke entry in hall of fame oh that one god. year the fucking micromaster who's who only got in there because his name is a dick joke yeah um it's, it's not erector although that would fit very well for this question oh alita one there we go she alita one, one- fucking again an idw especially Once again very dangerous girl yeah. boss how powerful girl boss yeah um ah uh, in hmm. um again another one that's like not not a ton of people especially not dangerous ones like i was oh needle nose but no he's not dangerous yeah um nova storm there we go. All right, yeah. We could do Nova Fairly Storm. dangerous. Yeah. I. 
Impactor. Impactor. Yeah, that's Dangerous. good. Dangerous. No, or Inferno. He's not that. Well, he, well, which Inferno are we talking? Uh, G one Inferno. He's not dangerous. He's yeah. a firefighter. Yeah, I know. Impactor right. yeah. is a war criminal. Yeah, okay, fine. We give it to Impactor, and then S. We have. Oh my god, what Star a Scream. Starscream. Um, fucking slag. Listen, we know what happens when you give Starscream unlimited cosmic power. He kills the entire cast of the entire comic and then blows himself Sunstorm? up. Sunstorm. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Sunstorm. <laughs> So I feel like okay, it has to be Sunstorm. Sunstorm is just oh my god! I can't. Sometimes I really can't believe Sunstorm is a character that exists. I really want them to bring like my my first exposure to Sunstorm, and really the first like you know depiction of Sunstorm as an actual character, not just as a palette swap with lore. Was like the Dreamwave comic where he was a fucking nightmarish demigod. Yeah, uh, I want That's that. His best I want. Version. I That's, want more of that Sunstorm. That is that is what the, Sunstorm is at his best. God, make the Rainmakers cool again. Do it. Um, so yeah, there we okay. go. It is, it is Perceptor, Alita One, Nova, Nova Storm, Storm Impactor, Impactor, and Sunstorm. And Sunstorm. I mean, listen, we got two out of the three uh, Rainmakers there. It's pretty good. There we go. Acid Storm is just chilling. Don't worry about Acid Storm. Yeah, don't Storm. worry about Acid Storm. Um, Robinus Prime asks, any plans on having guest episodes? Like maybe a Chris McFeely here and a Thu there. I don't know who that second one is, but I would love to have Chris McFeely on. Are you fucking kidding me? But I don't know if I would. I don't know if he would love to be on, yeah, considering the things think... we talk about. Woo! I'm not sure how much I want any any actual person officially no affiliated with the transformers franchise except possibly some of the comic artists because a lot of them were originally fan artists to begin with james um, roberts come on the show oh fuck i i could just dm him <laughs> i could just dm him all right keep the keep keep that one in our back pocket no one has to know about he that responds one. to fans he does respond to fans. I could and just DM James Roberts. Hey, hey, I could listen, also just I... DM Sarah Stone. Ooh. That would be like the other person that I'd be really interested in getting on. The, the maximum, the, the person who most, who is the thirstiest for Starscream. I right. still can't believe that Windblade art, it, that, that series art is incredible. <sighs> oh, fuck. Yeah. I mean, uh, listen, if, if nothing else, Sarah Stone is a, a kindred spirit. But anyway, yeah, I'm not sure how much I want most. I'm going to invite yeah, Simon real. Furman on. I'm going to invite Simon Furman on, and we're both going to get our nasty non-binary hands all over him. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna trap him <laughs> in a room and just like just beat him with chairs while we Ooh. ask him to explain Spotlight RC to us. Ooh, you hate our gender so much. <laughs> I can't. I he must have been so mad when I I I, I don't know. I guess he probably didn't read Lost Light, but I hope he read Lost Light and was very mad about it. <laughs> So yeah, we we will have guests on after Armada. We've discussed this. Uh, the guests will be be coming on in in the future seasons when they're a little a little less short or a little shorter, or a little more episodic. Uh, yeah. But for now, Armada, we're flying and solo for the time being. We're probably not going to have guests like actual industry guests. Yeah, to not be clear, ag- we're going to we, have uh, like our friends to come on. Yeah, we're going to have friends. However, James Roberts' back pocket. Let's just we'll we'll keep that there. For we'll, we'll think about Sarah it. Sarah Stone back pocket. <laughs> exactly. And finally, Casey Cosmotector asks, "You have a giant fuck off laser. What sort of famous landmark do you point it at to hold for ransom? What would your demands be?" <laughs> I point it at the Pentagon. 
because of, <laughs> because of the, the ransom demands don't come through, at least I get to destroy the U.S. military. There you go. Yeah, and, no, and that, I just put myself on an FBI watch list. It's fine. Yeah, no, it's it's fine. Uh, I mean, there's that. Also, I mean, the White House. That's the Roland them classic right there. Always got to blow up the White House. See, there's there there's. Oh, okay. I miss I misheard you at first. I thought you said the lighthouse, and I was like, what? Like, which one? Yeah, the one the one where uh, Robert Pattinson jacked That's off right. the mermaid no, no, I was statue. Like, I was like, from the movie. That movie's great. I don't want to destroy that lighthouse though, or maybe I do. That thing seems cursed. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, Pentagon, pretty good answer. I don't, demands don't matter. Yeah. Either, uh, I, I figure if I, if I point out the Pentagon, I win either way. Either I get what I demand, and who knows what I demand, or I get for to blow de- up the Pentagon. So. For, the demand, for the demand, I just de- I just send them that low-tier god picture. That's it. With the lightning. They'll understand. They'll get it. Um, <laughs> well, that's it for this week. Once again... No episode next week. You'll just have to wait in anticipation for how the sorry, Autobots are going to deal with this Hydra cannon pointed directly at the Earth. And it, whether or not Starscream will pull the trigger. Pull the trigger, Piglet. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah, no. Thrust really is Thrust really is becoming more and more Palpatine-ish this was, as, as the series goes on. For someone who really does not give a shit about Star Wars, this was a really heavily Star Wars referenced episode. Once you have a, a planet destroying spaceship in play, it's it's, it's only it, it's yeah. it's inevitable. Yeah, fair enough. Well, folks, we've been prime cuts now on several different FBI watch lists for our answers to that last question. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at Prime Cuts Pod, where you sh- can, should, and will join our Discord. <laughs> Uh, we all sorts of fun stuff in here. I really got to find a good a good picture of thrust to make that thrust emote. Very important. I also but you have make so that few to choose from. I got to get a nice clear picture of thrust's head. Oh, are you gonna do the star scream sad all Hegel face? Of course I yeah, am. Yeah, good. Thank you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Dragon Smoocher, where I, I post various things. Uh. My other projects are around. Uh, I am on uh, Disney Minus, where we are just sort of, you know, cursed by a by a foul the the foul creature known as Michael Mouse to watch everything on Disney Plus. Um, next time we are doing an episode on. Uh, it was my choice. We're doing an episode on Herbie rides again. Speaking of living cars. Um, I am uh, also, I also do some shows with my friend Jane. The one we did previously was uh, about She-Ra 2018. That is at Podcast of Power. Great show, great podcast. Our future project, which, as I always say, will be starting <laughs> soon, is is very busy over here. We'll, we'll be starting soon. That's Hi- Radio Free Heidelin on Twitter, a comprehensive companion to Final Fantasy XIV Online. Hey, maybe by the time we start the show, the free trial will be reinstated. <laughs> we still haven't done it that. It will one never yet. be reinstated. Hey, well, I just got I just got to shove more servers in there. <laughs> They're working on it. Uh, and that is at Heidelin Radio on Twitter, and that's me. I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr and Twitter at Optimum on Prime. You can also follow the other podcast I do called Pot of Greed, which you can find on Twitter at Pot of Greed. You can also find it on the Noise Space Network where. Prime Cuts is, um, it's about Yu-Gi-Oh! We're in GX. 
it's fun. Okay. And that's... Getting down to the part where they couldn't dub it. Soon. Not quite there yet. But Almost soon. Almost there. Um, and that's actually it for me. So um, until next time, I'm going to blow a kiss to my uh, government-assigned NSA agent through my webcam. Uh, transform and roll out. I am going to... Uh... You know, I, I will be the puppet master that is pulling everyone's strings, completely unaware of the fact that I am also being puppeted by a much cooler uh, eldritch warlock ninja, um, and then I'm going to transform and roll out none the wiser. So until two weeks from now, peach! Peach! Peach!